Welcome to episode 16 of Idle Talk. Today we got another fun episode on deck. I'm Fernando. Well, does the Don. And what do we got in store for the people? Today's episode is about unwritten rules. Okay. I I like that concept because I used to watch Guy Code growing up. Yeah. And it's, there are a lot of unwritten rules when you go about life. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything, any specific ones that kind of stand out to you that you kind of use on a, like everyday life kind of thing like the urinal one yeah where it's like always give a space a space yeah, no there's what. no there's no written rule but it's like if there's five urinals and someone's in number one you know you're gonna go to number three yeah exactly it's like it's you just know common sense right yeah okay so we got a list here 25 unwritten rules you should be following every day but aren't okay so number one is don't one-up someone when they finish telling you a story by telling one of your own. Does that resonate with you in any kind of way? <laughs> yeah. Because okay. oh. yeah. Like, uh, I have the fault of doing that. Mm-hmm. I've done that before because I think in some way that's me showing, you know, my understanding of the situation. Yeah. But then I've learned through like through life that that is, that is just one-upping somebody mm-hmm. or just... You're not even caring about the emotion. Yeah. You're just like, hey, what it's about... It's like you want to involve yourself somehow. Yeah. It's like, I guess that, that urge to do so kind of stems from, like, I want to be involved, too. Like, mm-hmm. I, I also did this thing, too. Like, I, I've been guilty of that, too. But then it just comes self-realization. Be like, I don't... Let me just enjoy their moment, too. Like, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't always have to be... About you. About me. Or I have to be involved in something to kind of appreciate it, what it is. Mm-hmm. It's... It it doesn't come from a a place of, like, malice intent. Mm -hmm. It's just a misunderstanding of, like, hey, you know, we've both gone through trauma. And then you're trying to express that. But in that moment of expressing solitude, you're just, like... Like, yeah, just maybe like casting a shadow, adding more distance from you and the person. Exactly. Oh, wow, you thought of it from, like, a traumatic experience. I thought of it as a, like... Something great happened to me today, and then it's like something better happened to me two months ago. Like yeah. that's how that's interesting how we just like kind of thought about it on different sides of the spectrums for sure. Now, number two is don't point out a personal flaw if it can't be fixed in thirty seconds or less. Have you been on either side of that of that like scenario? I've been on the receiving end. Like I've been on the receiving end. I don't really point out people's flaws mm-hmm. to them. It's like. It could be a flaw to me, but it could be perfection to them. Yeah, or to somebody else too. Yeah, Who, it's a person that it matters to, really. Yeah, it's like someone's like, "You got a little, you're getting a little fat." It's like, yeah. "Okay, what I'm supposed to do about it?" When you point yeah. it out, I'm supposed yeah. to like, just like right shut now, it just like, just like take it off of me. Yeah, or it's just like, um, your teeth are crooked. It's like, yeah, I'm like, motherfucker, like, like what? That, that's yeah. like that dental work takes months. Okay, yeah. even if uh, I could be in the process of it, you don't know, like. You don't know what what I'm doing for it, or if I'm happy with it, or like mm-hmm. you can't like just or, come in here and expect me to like okay I get it like I'm gonna go out of my way to com- to make you feel good about it yeah like it's um I feel like those individuals who outwardly point these things out are very superficial individuals. Mm-hmm. I feel like they they are um they are kind of they are aware. Of their own flaws as well, and the, and they are that uncomfortable with them that they need to go out and make people aware of their flaws, mm-hmm. and that's just kind of just like a shitty thing to do. When you said cut, like we get being fat, we to do shit it right there. Yeah, I was watching one of the Saw movies with my sister, and the guy was like, 
you know, you both of you have been taking a pound of flesh from people for many years. Now oh, yeah. you must give me <laughs> I, one of yours. I remember that. And it was yeah. a fat ass dude in a, in a skinny black girl. And then the guy was just cutting fat off and throwing it on the thing. And he was winning. And then she cut her whole arm off mm-hmm. with the bone included, threw it in. Last second buzzer beater. She won and she got to live. I remember that scene. And then just like. He was like so happy. The, guy, the fat guy was so happy. He's like, "Yeah, I could do it. I'm gonna, we- I'm gonna beat you. I'm not gonna die for you." Yeah. But I, it was just, I was sitting there with my sister. I was like, "Damn, that's crazy that the bone really helped, like, increase the weight of the scale." Yeah. And I was just like, like, I don't know why that thing, that that part of the movie, like, came back into my mind by hearing you like, like, "Oh, you're fat." Like that just like, <laughs> instantly like, "Oh, saw saw." I think five that that happened. There was another scene in Saw about some fat dude where he had to like. Cross his way through barbed wire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he was he was cutting himself, and it was like, like, uh, or you, would you continue to cut yourself to survive? Let's figure that out. Yeah. And I like I like the Saw movies from like Saw one to Saw two, because then Saw three to like Saw like seven, like it's like a different direction that the directors go with, and it's it's funny because like some things in Saw four don't pay off to like Saw six, and mm-hmm. it's like oh my oh my god, that was like two movies ago. But meanwhile, Saw 1 and 2 are more like, this is beginning and this is everything you get. Yeah. I, I've been watching those movies recently, and it's just like, I've been enjoying myself doing Would that. Did you survive in a Saw movie? Oh, my God. Me and my sister were, like, watching videos afterwards, like, explaining the movie and, like, how to survive every Saw trap. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, man, I don't know. At the, I, I I think I could I could if, I, if, if, if it was the right trap for me. Like, if it was the... Uh, like cutting your foot off, like I would die. Like I yeah. think I would just die while doing it. Like halfway, I would get into so much shock, I'll just like pass out and yeah. die. But it has to be like the right trap for me. Like <laughs> I don't know which one. Um, the one where this one girl get gets thrown into a pit of needles and she has to find the key. Oh, Hell that was no. that was crazy. That's not. I'm not doing that. No way. And it, it wasn't even her trap that she had to do. Like the dude, it was some guys like test and she he threw her in there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's so fucked up. Like, so <laughs> wasn't that the one where like the whole group had to work together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I the, wouldn't, I wouldn't survive any of the salt trap. Really? I don't think so. There was a one where it was like five, like six, a six person group, and they were like, you know, you could all survive this test, and then at the end, only two people survive, and that's mm-hmm. because like they were being so selfish. they were being so selfish because they are they are inher- inherently selfish people. Like, mm-hmm. and I was like, I think I, the, a group one I could do. I think like I could do well, and. The individual ones, like the bear, cl- the reverse bear trap on your on your face, yeah, is GGs for me, dude. I don't, I don't think I could. That would be so scary to get into. I mean, that, that's from the first movie. If I had to kill a guy to take out the key, like the girl I did, I could, I do, could that. do that. Yeah, could but do if that. it's like, if I got to find the key somewhere, or solve like some, a puzzle or some shit, I don't think I could. Do <laughs> <laughs> my problem solving so is not up to par. And it's funny because I told my sister, I'm like, why is everybody's first instinct is to stand up? Like, when they're in an environment, they don't know. Like, stand up. Because most of the traps are, like, engineered for when you stand up, you start the test. Mm. And I'm like, I mean, my first thing, if I'm waking up in a room, I don't know. I'm like, I'm going to look around. I'm like, I'm not going to instinctually stand up. At least I think so. Like, I think I'm, yeah. like, prepared you, enough to, like... You drill that into yeah, it. Don't, yeah, don't stand. Don't stand. Don't, don't, stand. don't, don't move. <laughs> like, analyze your environment. Like, because like, you don't know what, what would be the, the trigger. Like, yeah. back to the, the shedding a pound of flesh, like... They, you, like the girl stood up and realized her test started and she was trying to tell the other dude she was like oh, don't stand up don't stand up he's like where am I stands right up <laughs> saw movie clicks like his little clip plays he's like yeah. no you have to do this 
will you live or survive? Like, it should... Damn. Or will you live or die? She was trying to warn him. She was trying to warn him, yeah. So it's like, it, like you can't, like, if it's a two-person test like that, it would, like, that, I was like, that sucks. You really try to warn that guy to kind of, like, wait and see and see how we can get out of there, mm-hmm. but, damn. That sucks. Yeah. Okay. Number three. <laughs> <laughs> Do not swipe left or right if someone shows you a photo on their phone. Yeah, just don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah, just don't do yeah, that. I, yeah. You don't know what's going to be behind or forward. Yeah. You, it might ruin your day. Might, like, it might make your day better. You yeah. You don't know where to lead. It's like playing Russian roulette, but there's seven bullets in the chamber instead of six. You don't know You don't know what's in someone's photo log. Yeah. Like, that's just basic. I think that's basic privacy, too. Like, I'm only, like, that's why, like, sometimes I, certain people, I don't give them my phone. I'm like, I hold the phone. Like, yeah. Like, you, motherfucker, you're going to swipe. You're going to swipe. Nope. I'm like, nah. <laughs> Okay, next one. That was, I think everybody could agree with that, I hope. Number four, don't ask for something you know a person only has one more of. So that kind of just like pl- applied to like a stick of gum, like something as simple as that. But like, do you think of anything bigger than that when that, when you kind of like hear that term? No, I generally just think of like food. Mm-hmm. I generally just think of food and just like greedy nature. Um, people. F- feeling uh like they deserve it mm-hmm. i don't know what that word is entitled called. yeah okay feel entitled to what you have hmm. i don't like that okay so it says right here in this paragraph it's like for example in a viral thread discussing unwritten rules one reddit user recalled a party trick that their friend once used where when asked for a cigarette he would only hold open the pack with one left and say do what you feel is right whether or not they took the last cigarette, in the end, it said a lot about them as a person. Yeah. So, like, if they don't take it, what does that say about them? I mean, like, that's just a trap. You're entrapment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're really trapping somebody. Because you're like, do what you feel is right. Mm-hmm. What if that person usually is a very selfless individual who mm-hmm. gives the last one? Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, we're the same type of people. So, yeah. okay, I'll take, yeah. take that from yeah. you. If you were to say, I only have one left, mm-hmm. then you're like... Then that's a different, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But I guess you know it's only one left because it only shows one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's like, do what you feel is yeah. right. I think... That's it, very, like, subjective. Yeah, yeah. I think it's very subjective. of... um. It says a lot about them as a person to that person who's holding the cigarette box, mm-hmm. not to, like... The person itself. Yeah. That's interesting. I would take it. Only suggest to split the check if everyone you... uh If... No, only oh. suggest to split the check evenly if you ordered the least expensive meal of the group. Uh, I just, I've been in situations where I've done like group meals and honestly, it's just an annoyance. Mm-hmm. It's like the bill will come up. There was one time I went to this uh, this birthday party and the bill came up to like 200 mm-hmm. and it wasn't split evenly because everyone was doing their own math. And yeah. I was just like, I'm not, never doing it that says- not everyone is able to drop a pretty penny on a dinner, but that doesn't mean they don't want to spend time with friends or colleagues. So when when out to eat with a group, always implement this rule. If everyone else ordered the $20 lobster while one person got the $10 salad, it's up to them to offer to split the check mm-hmm. evenly if they want. Don't awkwardly force them to spend more money than they were planning or able to just because you wanted a more expensive meal. I that, think that that's that on the nose. Like Yeah. Perfect. Like, don't force somebody to spend more money than what they have. Yeah. If you borrow something, don't let someone else borrow it from you. That's just yeah. <laughs> if you give me something, 
and I give it to somebody else, and you're coming to like collect it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh no, this guy got it. It's like I was like, what the fuck did you give that guy? Yours. I don't even know that guy. First yeah. of all, and second of all, that wasn't yours to give. Like, mm-hmm. oh my god, I can't imagine like I, letting someone else borrow something that's not mine. I had to learn that lesson the hard way. Oh, like, <laughs> did you give somebody something? I, uh, or it was I was like ten, mm-hmm. and I borrowed a bike, and then this other kid was like, oh, that's a nice bike. I was like, yeah, yeah. I borrowed it from my friend. And he's like, can I ride it? I was like, sure. And he rode it. Mm-hmm. And my friend was like, where's my bike? I was like, oh, this kid rode it up the hill. <laughs> and like, I was very naive. I'm thinking yeah. in my head, he's going to come back down. Yeah. He did. Yeah. But it was just but he could have just took the shit. Yeah, and it was very <laughs> awkward. We were both waiting there. And I'm like, I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope he comes back. Oh, my God. Yeah, so it's like, it's not yours to give. And it's also like, you don't know the other person's intention of what they're going to do with it and how they're going to take care of it. Yeah. Is that if it breaks... Or it comes not the way that it was given. That's on you. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> if you're borrowing something for the third time, you need to own one yourself. That's uh, very true. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been in situations like that? No, but I feel like... Yeah, I've never, been, <laughs> I've never been in that situation either. But I feel like, yep, that's definitely... That should be a thing. Like These are like true unspoken rules. Like, this is the third time. Just get your own pet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if you borrow someone else's car, fill up the tank before you return it. Uh, yeah, I, this was something that like my sister used to tell me, like mm-hmm. when she let someone borrow her car when she was younger. Yeah, if they didn't fill up the tank when she received it, she just would never let them borrow it again. again? Yeah, this one was interesting. Go down to the paragraph so I can read it. Mm-hmm. It says, "If someone was kind enough to let you borrow their car, which could cost them a pretty penny if a mm-hmm. mishap were to occur, show your gratitude by returning it back to them with a full tank of gas." Even if you can't afford to fill up the entire tank, definitely don't return it with less gas than it had when you received it. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's that should be a, a written rule. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a big risk that you're taking allowing yeah. someone to like take ownership of your car for yeah. that for that, that moment, or however yeah. long it is. It's like you now you are the owner of it. Technically, you mm-hmm. have to treat it as if you're if it was your own. Because if you didn't, and something bad happened to it, like, and that's why I don't. I don't like taking expensive things from people. If it's anything over a hundred, I'm like, mm. oh, you're iffy about it. I yeah. used to let my friend borrow my car when I was in Alfred all the time. Like I'd be like, you'll drive me home and just park the car right here in your house. Like, yeah. So you'll drive me back up to campus, and then I like, right, take the shit, and then the shit would like live at his house like all the time if I couldn't find parking. Yeah. And then like people would like. Like mutuals were like, it's like, did you sell him your car? I was like, nah, he just, I just parked my shit at his house. Like, <laughs> it's basically his car. Like he drive, he drive me everywhere. But that's but, smart to have a a nice parking spot. That yeah, you like I don't gotta worry about it. And I and I knew it wasn't a good place. So, um, <clears throat> leave something better than when you found it. I that was just the way I was raised. It's like if you're a host, I mean not if you're a host, if you're a guest some over someone's house, mm-hmm. you know, I try to like wash my own dish mm-hmm. after I eat. Uh, and I try to give back the things that I received in in its condition or better, like, just yeah. wipe it down or whatever. Yeah, it's just the way I was raised. Yeah. I, that, I feel like that should be a rainbow to a fair. Everybody should raise their kids that way. <laughs> <laughs> be kind to people working in customer service. Yeah, that says a lot. Like, when someone gets an attitude with someone who is in customer service, it's like, what kind of power do you think this person has who is behind the register? Yeah. It's just like... Like they could change everything and fix it all yeah. magically. Like, and I I just hate that because it's like, you don't know how to control yourself. You're just rude for no reason. You yeah. feel entitled. You It's just so much coming out and it just tells a lot about a person. Just 
I don't like that. I don't, uh, I, I don't like that either. But sometimes I feel like it works the opposite way too. Like people, like the workers are rude because something bad happened at work mm-hmm. or whatever, and it's like sometimes I feel like like what am I supposed to do? Like I'm gonna be as polite as I possibly can. But like mm-hmm. if you, if you hit me with attitude after attitude after attitude, at some point I'm not, I'm like, I'm gonna get fed up with that shit because yeah. I don't like. I don't deserve to be treated that way. Like, I'm walking into this establishment to kind of just try to, like, get whatever I need, right? If you constantly do, like, if I'm facing somebody with, like, an attitude like that, I'm just like, oh, man, well, I hope hope you have a good day. I always end my shit like that. Like, <laughs> hope you have a good day. Like, because that's how, that, that's how I'm, I'm ending the conversation, and I hope it ends there. But if they keep pushing that conversation, I'm, I'm just like, I hope you have a good day. I hope you have a good day. Like, yeah. Because I don't want to escalate any escalate it any further like i'm not trying to ruin my day mm-hmm. because your day's already been ruined by whatever yeah caused it i just want just to push forward and like forget about that instance ever happening i th- i think in that situation yeah like you know if they're pushing your buttons then at some point you're gonna react yeah but if it's just like i didn't ask for this like yeah. this is not what i this is not what i ordered it's like Relax. Like, it just... I was like, excuse me, there's been a mistake. <laughs> like, yeah, like, you could go about things differently. It's... I just don't like that. It's just... Being rude to anybody for no reason is just... Um, it's a different... It's a different thing. Being blunt is... Yeah. Is this... Oh, this is not what I ordered. Yeah. Instead of, this is not what I... Like, yeah, it's all about the delivery. The t- yeah. Yeah. A special place in hell for people like... Yeah. Like those. If you cancel on a friend, it's your responsibility to reschedule. It's not even a friend. If you cancel on anybody, it's your responsibility responsibility to reschedule. And that shows to me if you don't reschedule that you didn't really care about mm-hmm. the event. Damn, I got to reschedule something really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh, so you didn't really care. You're just canceling it. And then to you, since you canceled it and you didn't reschedule, you're not trying to link up ever. Yeah. So it's just like, all right, so I'm, it's dismissed, whatever. That's how I feel. I've never thought about it that way. Canceling on somebody and then be like, it's my job to try to do it again. Mm-hmm. Like, I've naturally kind of done that, but I've never, like, I've never heard of this, like, unspoken rule before. Mm. Like, I've never, like, really thought about it that way. This one, I agree wholeheartedly with. It's like, RSVP, even if you can't make the party. <laughs> Wait, why? Why? Because this, because... <laughs> I've been in instances where people haven't... That's my bad. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've been in instances where I've seen, like, whole tables not being utilized <laughs> at weddings. And it's like, that that table is fucking expensive. That's, yeah. like, 11 plates. I get to pay for 11 plates. Like, $300 oh, a plate. Yeah. Like, that sucks. Like, you could you could easily just say no. No, thank yeah. you. I'm, I can't come because I have this. It's like, you don't even have to explain yourself. Just say no. Yeah. And it makes, it makes, like, the planning part of the party easier because mm-hmm. like, okay don't need that extra table we could squeeze somebody else in tables mm-hmm. two and six like st- simple things like that because that comes like i'm thinking about that money wise like that's an expensive the expense, yeah, the like because you're assuming they're gonna come because they hadn't said yes or no and then when they don't mm-hmm. come it's like i just wasted 300 dollars on the plate i haven't heard this rule but yeah i agree with you uh don't don't make any plans in front of people that you're not inviting I agree. Yeah, and that's just so. That's just, that's just so petty. That's I, I love the stock photo. Though. <laughs> she looks so sad. <laughs> but yeah, I agree. It says you are under no obligation to invite people places when you don't want to, but there's no need to be malicious about it. If you're not extending an invitation to someone, don't tell other people about the plans in front of those 
who aren't included. They mm-hmm. they'll feel purposely excluded, excluded, and that's not right. Yeah. It's like you're making plans to somebody, and it's like, oh, do you want to come? And it's like, well, are you just offering it to me now because I'm sitting here, or like, yeah. I don't know. I've I've never been in that situation uh, of being being the excluded part. I can't recall. Uh, yeah. But that's just rude. That's rude as fuck. That's just rude. <laughs> that's mean. That's like mean for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> Don't whisper uh, something in front of somebody. That's yeah. That's also like rude. That's also mean as fuck for no reason too. <laughs> like, it, no matter what it is, that happened. I was I was at a party and then these two people were whispering. I was like I said I don't I don't like that. I pointed. <laughs> like, I don't like that shit. And then the, uh, my friend that was next to me, he was like, you know, it's just like it's not meant for you. I was like, but then the fuck is the point of saying it? Yeah. Right now, you could just wait at another moment when you're more discreet yeah. and you're not in a public setting. And it's just like, if it's if it's not meant to be heard by everybody, then don't say yeah, shit. Don't say it. Yeah. Just, don't, just wait. The it's par- not that important. The paragraph underneath kind of says exactly the same thing. It's like, you whispered, your whispered secret may be harmless, but nine times out of ten, it won't appear that way to the people around you. Most mm-hmm. likely, they'll assume you're whispering something hurtful about them. If you need to say something privately, take the time to step away and actually say it in private. Yeah. So... Yeah, I agree. Given person, uh, given person encounters your full attention. Yeah, like motherfuckers be on their phone. It's like, why am I here? Yeah, that could be my phone in my house. Like, I don't. Why I gotta be outside at like, this restaurant? Like, keep eye contact. Yeah, hold hands. Yeah, do whatever you need to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God we're not recording this. this- <laughs> this episode <laughs> uh use headphones when listening to something on your phone in public uh you're public i don't really care for that really yeah because you're in public it's like this is the public space and everyone is 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 able to use it so however they want to use it it's public space if you're in your home or in your in your like now nah, wear headphones in your house motherfucker but that's what i'm that's what i'm saying like if it's in your house and you know it's gonna disturb somebody in the other room or whatever mm-hmm. put headphones in but you're in public it's like the fuck i don't really agree with that it says whether you're listening to music or catching <laughs> up on your favorite podcast or watching the latest episode of a new show headphones are a must in public don't be the jerk who forces everyone to around you to listen to whatever you're listening to don't be the dickhead that sticks around and has to listen just yeah but what if I'm, what if i'm on the subway in the and subway? someone just fucking watching a fucking full-blown ncis show change cards no i have my seat already i mean i'm gonna risk my seat to Find possibly not find one in the in the other cart. I mean, if that if that noise bothers, it's you bothering so everybody. It's a bother to everybody. Mm-hmm. It's like it's something that they could live without. I'm not gonna say it's like an a hindering annoyance to your life, mm-hmm. but it's something. I guess it's a preference for like most of the planet. It's like I don't want to. I don't really want to hear what your shit is, even if it's on low. Like, yeah. And I think there's no excuse to not wear headphones. Like we all got AirPods. We all got any type of wireless headphone, wired headphones, like. Everybody has headphones, I feel like, in this day and age. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Like, there are no excuses, whatever. Yeah. But my thing is just, if it's public, it is fair use. That's that's how I go about it. If it's public, it's fair use. Have you experienced that? Have you, like, yeah, been I've in public exp- and then people just been watching this shit mad loud or, like, low, whatever? Like, yeah. La- and you're just like, loud. you're just like, whatever? Yeah, because it's, like, it's public. Yeah. It's, it's like someone saying, if I'm in a public seating, it's like, you know what, we're a group of four and you're taking up this bench and we mm. want to all force it together i'm like fuck you go find another bench yeah like yeah it's just like, like let me be alone and sad without inconveniencing yeah me. like let me listen to my thing in peace i like to listen but are you I gonna don't... enjoy your thing like that 
like, I'm, like, are you gonna fully consume it? Not like, me. Yeah, yeah. Because I listen I, to my stuff on my yeah, headphones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying that person. That's how they. If that's how they listen to stuff. Because old heads, I know some old heads that be walking around. They have like boombox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, that's how they listen to music, yeah. like out loud. They like to feel that vibration throughout their body, mm-hmm. and they also like the encounter. I feel like the old heads be in the old head spaces, and it's okay. Yeah, it's but like, but that's, like, that's the old head space. Like, but I, I like I like to be in that space where everyone's also included. Mm-hmm. So. That's that's how I live. I guess I, I guess it would bother me a little bit because I know as myself I we courtesy courtesy enough to like not do that mm-hmm. to other people because I don't want to like bother people with like the shit I'm like listening to. Mm-hmm. So I guess like I personally would be like, yo, just put on some headphones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't tell someone how much you've hated something if if they're excited about it. Uh, I haven't experienced that. Wait, wait, wait. wait go ahead. Read that paragraph. Ruining someone's excitement because you don't share in it's just plain mean. If your friend is excited yeah, yeah, to yeah. see the new Marvel movie, don't tell them how disappointed you were with it or perhaps they found a new band they love. Don't tell them how much you hate their songs. Letting someone share excitement is the kind thing to do. So have you have you ever been on the end where someone is sharing something that they're passionate about and then you're like, actually, that movie, that, that sucked. I think I think I've been on both ends. Both ends. I think I've been on even both like, ends. I guess like, naturally I guess or subconsciously instead of like I'm gonna I'm gonna shit on your fucking yeah. I just passion. Ha- I haven't like just degraded them mm-hmm, for it. Mm-hmm. I just like oh, I, I think this this means in any instance whether it be subtle or de- degrading them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I've been mm-hmm. in that situation. So yeah. So I was like, Sonic was the best movie I saw in 2020. You're like, yo, Sonic fucking sucked. <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> Let me share my excitement. Sonic was the best movie of 2020, and I stand by that wholeheartedly. Assume the exist existence of multiple correct solutions. This is this, very I true. feel like that's a life philosophy. I yeah. feel like that's not like an unwritten rule. I feel like that's a major pillar in philosophy where it's like to yeah. assume that there are multiple correct paths. Not not even to assume. Like they there they are. are. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like you're okay with this, I'm okay with this, these are both right, yeah. we can both live in this space. And it's just not, it's not like, no, black and white, this is wrong and yeah. not right, well, well. It's just like, stop making a war out of nothing. Yeah. Yeah. As much as we hate to hear it, we're not always right. When it comes to life problems or even just everyday hiccups, life ca- life coach Lori Levette stresses that we, should, is the shit. that we should always assume the existence of multiple correct solutions. Just because you want to do things your way doesn't mean it's the right way to go about it. R.I.P. Lori Levette. R.I.P. Didn't know that person died. I don't know if she did that earlier. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you're out. Please. (laughs) Replace the toilet paper roll if you're the one to finish it. Yeah. Obvious. Next. If you don't do that, you're an asshole. Announce your visit before you arrive to someone's house. Yeah. 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 Do that. (laughs) Don't just come up and be like, yo. I'm outside. It has to be... It has to be a very, very unique um, rela- relationship. Mm. Relationship. I don't think I would be bothered or he would be bothered if I popped out to my cousin's mm-hmm. house. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But you showed up to Christian's house. He's like, yo, my, my gotta, I got to do work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> That's his nice way of like, get the fuck out of yeah, here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, go back home. But uh, have you ever been in a situation where someone arrived at your house? Yeah, this one kid. Ooh, ooh. Back in like middle school. Kenway? No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> His name was Elijah. You know, give you time to bleep it. Um, <laughs> um, and like, 
I would invite him to my house all the time. Like, yo, come on, come on, come over, come over. My mom really liked him. Like, and like he was in like a foster home. So my mom was like, yo, what if we adopt him? I'm like, that'd be crazy. If we did, if you did that, like that would be insane. Like mm-hmm. that, like that'd be cool if you did that. And then um, one day he just showed up to my house back when I was living kind of near prep. And then he like walked upstairs, knocked on my door, and then my mom let him in. And he he was just chilling in the in the living room when I came back I forgot where I was I was and I came back I was like yo what are you doing in my house like <laughs> that was like a, such a shock to me yeah and I was like yo what dude where are you did that bother you no but like it was just it shock. was like shocking to see him in my in my space that yeah. I wasn't expecting to have like someone in I guess and yeah. I was like oh my god dude that's like you could have like let me know like, mm-hmm. like hit me up like I guess at the time we had like we didn't have smartphones back then it was like the flip, flip phones and you had to like type like for like 20 minutes to send a it's text different, yeah. a different lifestyle so i was like that was weird to me like I, looking back looking back at it now i'm just like yo like, come on boundaries dude like, <laughs> like just come to my house <laughs> look at the old woman's face She's like, <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> those are some funny stock photos right. uh always implement off before on when using public transportation yeah it makes everything smoother yeah just makes everything smoother uh when people get on before letting people off, in my head, I, in my head, I'm just like, you're making it more difficult for both parties. Yeah. So I've seen an instance where someone tries to do that, and the people like at the door just stonewall them, and then they bounce back outside. Like mm-hmm. the people trying to get in, and then everybody flows out perfectly. I think, yeah. I think that's so funny. That's the I best. That. It's like, no, you are gonna let us off first. Like, <laughs> Shoulder the shit out. Yeah. Of yeah. <laughs> Don't mess up an apology with an excuse. No apology needs to be followed by an excuse. I'm sorry, but only taints the sincerity of the apology you were sim- attempting to give. You're not genuine. As Harriet Leonard, PhD, says when writing for Psychology Today, a sincere apology never involves the word but, mm. as it nearly always introduces a criticism or excuse. So, easy to agree with. Yeah. Like, definitely. I d- that's definitely something I have to work on. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I feel like, not that I've been guilty of it recently, but just you know, constantly work on it. I'm like, hey, apology. Apologies. Apologize. Not try to justify something with an excuse. That's what I'm talking about. Boom. Right back, uh, right thank you notes. Uh, no. No? You don't agree <laughs> with that? Uh, who writes I letters? Do. I do. Oh, nice. I do. I I've never received notes. a letter from you. Like, Fuck you. What do you mean? <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> Like it's in, I believe it in a professional setting. I think you know, it goes a long way. I don't feel okay like in not, a professional setting. Yeah, I or, thought this was like general. I mean, it says if the thought of sending a thank you note to someone even crosses your mind, do it. Tom P. Furley, a trusted a etiquette you know? no expert, says <laughs> that anytime you have been on the receiving end of someone's generosity, take the time to send them a thank you note. After all, no one's ever been annoyed or upset to receive one. Only maybe surprised and appreciative. Have you ever been on the receiving end of someone's generosity? Not enough to justify a thank you note. Really? Yeah, I just feel like it's been like every regular shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, what, feel like, I feel what like I feel like the receiving end. You, I, I, don't. I, it would have to be something big because you set the bar high, like on like regular shit you do normally. Yeah. So I kind of expect that my thank you note version is kind of like reciprocating that energy towards you. Oh, okay. Like it's not like I'm like. I'm getting a 50,000 thank you notes like thank you and then you do something else and I pull another one out like then that just gets rid of the sentiment of the thank just, you note right I just think you will be killing too many trees at that point yeah exactly <laughs> uh, and say thank you when someone holds the door for you I don't necessarily agree with that you don't say thank you no no I say thank oh, you oh but, but you don't feel no type of way when someone does it th- yeah it is, I know people that feel some type of way about yeah. it that they just like 
shut the door mad hard <laughs> to kind of like make it a point. Like, <laughs> I feel like when you hold the door for someone, it's out of your kindness. Yeah. So it's something that should be self fulfilling exactly. instead of expecting an external gratitude. Exactly. It. And I agree with that. So when so when I hold the door for someone and they don't say thank you, I just keep it moving. I'm yeah. like, I'm like right, I right. did something good today. I yeah, did something yeah. nice for a stranger. Even if it wasn't reciprocated, like that's not the purpose of that. That's mm-hmm. the purpose of it was to kind of maybe feel my own self like yeah. gratitude needer, I guess. Yeah, so like if someone gets upset for someone who doesn't say thank you, I'm like, You're doing it for the wrong reason. Yeah. You shouldn't be holding exactly. the door. Exactly. Yeah. Never make fun of someone else's laugh. Yeah, you can't control that. <laughs> I haven't made fun of my laughs. I can't control the way my laugh, my laugh yeah. comes out. And it's like different laughs for like... Different, different things, yeah. For different types of like like Bro, sarcasm yeah. and all that shit. I have like a little the, different... <laughs> 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 but I have the craziest hyena laugh. If you've ever made me laugh, like really, like really genuinely made me laugh out of my asshole. Like yeah. fucking hyena laugh. All day, every day. I en- I enjoy hearing people laugh because some laughs are like that shit is so unique. It makes me yeah, laugh. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then that, but then again, sometimes that makes me feel like I'm making fun of their laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I I never thought of it like that. I just I'm like that's just funny. Yeah, yeah. It's just like Seth Rogen's laugh. Oh my god, yeah, his, shit, yeah. his shit is funny to laugh at. Like <laughs> <laughs> his laugh is a whole joke. His laugh, yeah, is is um. What's it called? Contagious. Yeah, let's read these little bullets real quick on this next article. It says, do not... Okay, we read Do that. not swipe. Do not propose at someone else's wedding. How do you feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> if it was your wedding day, and you're, then I propose to my wedding day. You're I, a dick. You're trying to steal the thunder. You're really trying to bro, make... Bro, I'm trying, to make, I'm trying to make my our lives connected that way. <laughs> I, I became a fiancé the day of your wedding. You're a dick. I'm a dick. <laughs> I'm trying to intertwine our lives even more, John. <laughs> And then yeah, you're your fucking wedding, asshole. And you're, you're, and you're wedding, I'm you gonna get a divorce. divorce. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! If you're borrowing it for the th- whatever, uh, that's the same one we did. If you have to cancel on that's a that's the same one we did. Um, then, do not heat up fish in the office cafeteria. Have you been in a, like a break room and someone heats up something that absolutely smells disgusting and uh, it lingers? Y- yes, but like I've learned that you know it's just a cultural difference. Mm-hmm. What I think doesn't smell good could be like, that's like, oh, that's home, yeah, you know? Yeah. So I don't really judge the smell. It's just like, clean up after yourself. That's mm-hmm, all. Mm-hmm. That's all. Don't let the smell linger. Just, just for breeze the shit. Or okay. clean the microwave. So oh, okay. yeah. Okay. I get it. I get it. Understand. So I don't judge the smell. Okay. Let's go to, do not, yep. Yeah, we did that. Do, don't let your friends drink and drive. Call an Uber for them. Do it for other people too. I don't agree with do it for other people too. Like, I'm not going to call an Uber for a stranger. Um, I'm not gonna waste eighty five dollars yeah. for a stream. I don't know where you live. Yeah, I don't got it like that. So if you're my friend, sure. But if I don't really know you like that, then I don't know. You're risking lives. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> Woo! not my life. I call the police. That's <laughs> free. Oh, <laughs> wow. Uh, I'm gonna start doing that. Yeah, life yeah. lessons. Life lessons. Don't say when are you due to a woman you barely know. They might not even be pregnant. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That happened to me one time when I was working at H and M. Some lady came to me, and and I think she said, "You want to go to the maternity section? Is upstairs here, right?" And she was like, "I'm not pregnant." I was like, "Oh, the ladies' department is to your right. You misheard me." <laughs> and then they buy it. <laughs> I said it too clearly. Oh, oh my god, that shit was funny. Uh, do not leave your shopping cart in the middle of a grocery store aisle. Uh, Have you experienced that? Yeah. Was okay. Let's let's fuck that one. Let's let's do the um. Do you put back your cart 
after you've taken groceries to the car? Do you put it back in yeah. the spot or do you leave it there? If no one's around watching, there's no one gonna figure out how that far team. away am I from from the leaving the, the cart. Uh, let's say the the f- I want answers for the really close, really close, and then the farthest parking spot you could possibly have. Close, I put it away. Middle, I put it away. Corner of the parking lot, I, I leave it there. No one's gonna find that shit anyway, right? Yeah, or the, the worker's gonna get to it. Yeah. So, yeah, I I feel like I put it back all the time. You put it back yeah. all the time. I make it a game though. I put, I put like my sister in the cart and I like run. Like, oh, okay, and then okay. I'm like, all right, get out. So we're good. <laughs> <laughs> if, but, you're, if you're going to listen to music videos. Yeah, it's a headphone okay. one. Um, when driving a car, don't be, don't be nice. Be predictable. Some people being nice leads to a shitload of accidents. I don't really drive like that. So what does that mean? I don't know what that means. I think it's like if you're letting someone in, letting uh-huh. someone in, uh-huh. you, then you're like, oh, this person's going to be nice and let mm-hmm. me in. I think you're just assuming too much at that point. Um... I guess I can see that. The next mm. one says, "Be kind to strangers because the world is a cruel place, and you never know when others have been. Th- you never know what others have been through." Yeah, you just don't know. So just be nice. Yeah, it's a, sometimes I just gotta be uh, nice. I like to tell people just go out today and be nice to a stranger and see what happens. See what see what happens. Because you never know if you can make their day mm-hmm. by doing so. Um, then if, if someone asks you a question, finish finish what you're saying with "What about you?" Uh that's if they care. Life lesson, if they don't say, what about you? It just, you know, either they're busy or they don't really care. So just keep them pushing. It's these life lessons when you're learning to interact with individuals that you haven't, that you haven't known. You got, you got, you get to see like, what's their level and interest in you. Mm-hmm. If they don't reciprocate that, you have to be okay with letting that go. Yeah. Yeah. Not everyone's going to be interested in, in you as you are in them. Mm-hmm. That's not your, that's not of your own fault. Give people their personal space. Not everybody wants to snuggle a stranger. So I'm guessing that kind of relates to the bathroom one, like yeah, the, the urinal one. Yeah, give but space. I'm guessing like, uh, is there like I'm gonna read rule like public transportation. Mm-hmm. If it's not that full, like do you give a certain space in between people or like don't be that dickhead that stands in front of the girl that you think is attractive. Go sit down on the empty seat. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought you meant like it's just full. Like, okay, so yeah. if it's like the spaces, there's obvious spaces, and you're standing in front of her. Like, that's, yeah, it's, it's just, that's like, intimidating. Like, why are you doing intimidating. that? Intimidating. Like, that's that's very pushy. Because you're like you're literally creepy. looking down at the person. Yeah, right? that's weird. Uh, yeah, just give people space if there is space available. If there isn't, then there isn't. Yeah. Next one. Don't ask for something if the person know we already did that. If someone does something that makes them happy and confident that doesn't hurt them or anyone else, then leave them alone and let them do their thing. Yeah, just let them do their yeah, thing. Let them be happy. If someone has a mohawk, someone has purple hair, someone has piercings, tattoos, yeah. you don't have to call it out and be like, that's wrong or I don't like that. Like They're obviously okay with that because yeah. they went through that transformation. Yeah. So leave it alone. Like, and I think that goes further into like um, what people do with their time off. Just yeah. leave it alone. Yeah, that's it. Like the tattoos thing. Like I personally, I I, I don't think I would ever get a tattoo, but like mm-hmm. I I like that people that do have them. Yeah. Like I enjoy like listening to like why they got them, or like even if they was if even if it wasn't like a super deep reason, like oh this yeah. meant a lot to me and my family. Like it was like yeah, I wanted a tattoo of this smiley face on my ass because I was at spring <laughs> break. Like like that's that's cool to me. Learning that like like learning other people's like the way they express themselves. Mm-hmm. And the next one is like 
do I need to say this? Do I need to say this now? Does it have to be me who says that? If you answered yes to all these questions, go ahead and say it. So pretty much says you got like maybe like a checklist of things like do I need to say before this right now? Something. Yeah, before you speak yeah. on somebody's like either interests or anything like that. It goes back to like the um pointing out people's flaws too. Like mm-hmm. that would be a perfect prompt to ask to to tell yourself like do I need to say that? No. Then don't say it. Do this- I need to say this now? No. Don't say it. Do I, does it have to be me who says that? No, don't say it. Like yeah. if you answer no to any of those questions, no matter what the order, don't say it. Don't. Know. I think that's very important because a lot of people just keep talking or just say too much. Mm-hmm. So you got a hard lesson to learn is just to shut the fuck up. Yeah, and just let just realize you don't need to be constantly speaking all the time. Yeah. This next one is my favorite. It's like there are two people in your life you never, under any circumstance, lie to: your doctor and your lawyer. Don't lie. What do you feel about that? Don't lie. <laughs> well, your lawyer, yeah. Because um, your doctor's like, how are you? I'm good. No, you're not. Yeah. Your, your ankle been hurting for like eight months. Mm-hmm. Like, because like if you if you lie to your doctor, your health isn't your health is in the way. Mm-hmm. But if if you lie to your lawyer, there's there's no way of like fixing that. Because yeah. you need to be so transparent with your lawyer, even if you did something really, really bad, so he can help you survive your trial. But what if, what, isn't there like a law if, the, if you tell your Your lawyer, lawyer can't tell on you. Oh, he can't? He can't snitch on you. Oh. Like, so same thing like your psychologist. Your, uh, psychologist like, no, they can if like you, your if therapist. you plan on hurting Yeah, 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 hurting yourself someone. and your others. But like, if, you, if you're like, this is something that I did before, they, they could be like, okay, they can't tell. You, it's like... So if I tell my lawyer I kill someone, he'd be like, he'd be like, all right, okay. Now we have to establish, like, we had to try to get you the best mm-hmm. defense to win that. I thought it was, I thought like, and a, a lot of things like, yo, I could. He's like, don't tell me. I just want to know, are you guilty or not guilty? And he'd be like, not good. Uh, are you pleading guilty or not guilty? And he'd be like, pleading not guilty. He's like, all right. No, those are. I think those are situations where if you get a, a lawyer appointed to you, but if you've had a lawyer for some time now, mm-hmm. like they'll they'll sometimes they develop a friendship with you and they're like, all right, did you like do it? Like, yeah, I did it. Like, I really, really did it. Okay, let's just let's try to find a way to get you out of this. That then that's like I would say that's a good lawyer. Mm-hmm. If it's a if it's a court appointed lawyer, if they're handling eighty cases a day, like you're just some you're just like guilty or not guilty, not guilty. Okay, next, like yeah. Then that I don't think that's a a correct way to provide that job, like to provide that service of being a lawyer to somebody. It's mm-hmm. Like you gotta you gotta be you gotta be willing to learn the entire thing and be willing to you know try your best to kind of like. No matter the situation, whether it be good or bad, whether whether if I'm a, a freaking serial killer and I, ex- and I express that to my lawyer, like mm-hmm. I would hope my lawyer has my back. Like even if it's you know, it's just, I guess it's a symbiotic relationship. I guess. Yeah. It's like you gotta, you gotta take my gift. Like you gotta, you, if I'm telling you this because I'm guilty as fuck. Like help me get out of it. Not get out of it. I know I'm not gonna get out of it completely, but like help me get out of it in the best way I possibly can. There's some people that did get away with it. Yeah, and then that's because they had like their lawyer friends. Like literally they're they're friends with their lawyer and it's crazy. The next one is funny as fuck. Buy Buy a a plunger plunger. before you need a plunger. That's buy what you need before it's needed. Like buy dishwasher and buy a sponge, buy a plunger, buy a toilet, like scrub. Like small things, right? Yeah. It's like buy batteries before you run before you need batteries. Like. Buy a car jack before you need a car jack. Buy a spare tire yeah. before you need it. Because when, when you need it, you don't got it. <laughs> you're, you're fucked. You're you're the only person with a dick in his hand, not doing anything. 
Don't tell a woman without makeup that she looks tired or sick. Don't tell a person. Don't again. It's pointing out. Like flaws. don't don't like, ask yourself flaws, those yeah. those questions. Not even that they're flaws. That's just how they look. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just like ask yourself the questions. Do I need to say it? Do I need to say it now? Like ask yourself. If, no, then don't say it. Yeah. Again, I just think that we should up. title the episode that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, if I didn't ask you for your advice, don't be surprised when that I don't take it seriously. Yeah, I think that goes back to like if it's not harming someone. Mm-hmm. If it's not harming yourself or a person outside, whatever, don't you don't need to speak on it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Uh, get vaccinated. I think was this when was this um when was this? Done? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, get vaccinated. <laughs> I guess now, I guess. Uh, don't talk about don't uh, talk about Fight Club. That was just the last joke. That's the last one. Yep. Yeah, that's where we're gonna end the episode. Have you ever been in a part of Fight Club though? Yeah, I was testing you. I was testing you. I was testing you. I was testing you. I was moving my hands like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great place to end the episode. Thank you guys for listening. I'm Fernando. Well, does the Don. And we'll see you next week. Deuces. Peace. Peace.